Hello and welcome to Food Allergy Freedom with Chelsea Winterholler, a podcast to help moms who have children with food allergies find emotional freedom. This is episode 15. Are you afraid you'll make the wrong choice? Hello, hello. It is so great to have you here. Sometimes I am reminded of how fragile life is, and today is one of those days. So I truly am just so happy to see those of you that are here taking time out of your life to listen to this podcast. When I see the numbers, I choose to think I am making a difference in someone's life. And that thought really does help me to continue to have the fire that I need to keep doing this work. So thank you so much for listening. I want to know if you are ever in a position where you are afraid you are going to make the wrong choice. It happens to me often, and it happens to other people that I know too. I was actually this morning just talking to a friend who has a daughter with diabetes, and she is in this place where the medical decisions are overbearing. There are so many unknowns for them, and we we all have unknowns. We all have decisions to make that are big and life-changing for us as individuals and for our families. I talk a lot about my son, Myers. He is my son that has an anaphylactic peanut allergy, and There have been some really big decisions that we have made in his life that have felt like they could be a completely wrong choice. A year and a half ago, the treatment program that we had kind of dabbled um, in putting our son in had their two-year wait list completely disappear. They hired a few more doctors and they were able to accommodate more children rather than having such a long wait list. So a decision that I thought I had two years to make all of a sudden was at the tip of my fingers. And what's amazing to me is that in this situation, when I got an email that the wait list had completely dissolved... Instead of feeling excitement that my son would have the opportunity to join this treatment program two years earlier, I felt anxious. Why would that happen to me? (laughs) Why would I feel anxious when there was an opportunity for my son to have freedom from his food allergy, to be able to eat whatever he wanted? I will tell you exactly why I felt anxious. It was because I was thinking, oh, great. What do we do now? (laughs) Really, when I was thinking that thought, what am I going to do now? What decision am I going to make? I was completely paralyzed. I couldn't seem to do anything but spin on all of our options. Now, 
There's a time for rationally weighing your options. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about logically thinking through the decisions that you have ahead of you. I am talking about when you are in that just complete freak out mode. I, at this time, had so many thoughts going through my mind. Like, how are we going to afford this program? Or will the program even work? What if the program actually makes him worse rather than better? Will our family support us in this decision? Is it going to be hard on my other children? Can my son with the allergy handle this intense treatment program? Can I emotionally handle giving my son his anaphylactic allergen on a daily basis? What should we do? There were literally a hundred more questions that I was asking myself. And you all know how that is. Your brain just seems like it can't stop spinning and freaking out. These thoughts were the reason that I was feeling anxious. Now, I very well could have thought different thoughts. And honestly, I have plenty of moments where I was thinking those as well, like this program could save his life or this path could be totally worth it. Maybe I have confidence in the doctors or we will figure out how to make it work financially. Sometimes I thought I am not alone in this or he will be able to have a life that I dream of him having. These thoughts all made me feel excited. But there is still that moment where you are paralyzed with indecision. What do you want to think? How do you want to feel? How do we get from there To here, how do we get from that paralyzed indecision to taking action and moving forward? How do we get from anxious to excited? I want to tell you a story about something that happened last week in our house. I was feeling sick, like really, really sick. I know you can still hear the lingering um, in my voice, (laughs) but last week I had absolutely no voice. I was not feeling good and I was getting ready, getting my boys ready for school and I couldn't find Dax, one of my 10-year-old twins. I kind of looked around the house and I finally found him cuddled up in the corner of the couch covered in a blanket. He was crying and he was totally paralyzed. He was actually kind of hyperventilating. And I asked him what was wrong and he told me that he just wasn't feeling good. His stomach was kind of hurting him. And right away, I could tell that he was not actually sick, but that he saw that I was sick And he was starting to think some thoughts that made him feel anxious and physically ill, right? Has that ever happened to you? (laughs) Like when you see a kid puke or you're walking through the store and someone's coughing and all of a sudden you feel like you need to cough. 
it happens to me often, so I am not blaming decks here. I just want to show you the power of our thoughts. So I spent some time chatting with Dax. I told him that he could go lay down in his room with his weighted blanket, with the lights off, and that I would come and check on him in about 20 minutes. So about 10 minutes later, Dax willingly came out of his room and he had calmed down quite a bit. And I asked him how he was feeling and he told me he didn't know. Then I asked Dax what he was thinking. This is such a powerful question, you guys. He told me that he was just worried that if he went to school, he would start feeling more sick and that if he stayed home, he would probably feel totally fine. Isn't this crazy? He was hyperventilating and paralyzed by trying to make a decision, by trying to figure out if he should go to school or stay home. He was not hyperventilating because he was feeling sick. He was freaking out because he had to make a decision and he was scared it would be the wrong one. We do this all the time. Each and every one of us does this. We are faced with a big decision. We don't know what to do. So we spin and we spin and we spin over and over in our brain. And we spend so much time not deciding what the best plan of action is that we keep ourselves from going in any direction at all. I want you right now to give yourself permission. I want you to let yourself know that there is no such thing as a wrong decision. You might want to resist this and go ahead, resist away. You can do that all you want. But I have found that in my life, when I am trying to decide between two things They are usually two good things, and there truly is no wrong decision. Whether or not Dax went to school that day was not going to be life or death for him, especially since he wasn't actually sick. (laughs) If he was actually sick, I would have helped influence him to stay home, but he wasn't. (laughs) And once I gave Dax the permission to think the thought, there is no right decision here. He completely calmed down. He looked at me funny, but he completely calmed down. He realized in that moment that no matter what decision he made, life would go on. He might go to school, start to feel ill, and have to call me and I'd come pick him up. Or He might stay home and feel ill and get the rest that he needed. Or he might stay home and feel totally fine and end up going to school a little late that day. That's what happened. Dax went to his room for another 20 minutes, then came out with a decision that he wanted to go to school. That's it. No more tears, no more anxiety. He made a decision knowing 
that there was no such thing as a wrong choice. So, what are you spinning about right now? What is it for you in your life that is leaving you in a place where your thoughts are spinning? Is it your daughter's medical treatment for her diabetes? Is it if you should join this new treatment program for your child's allergen? Are you trying to make a financial decision? Are you trying to make a job change? Whatever it may be, think about an area in your life where you are putting off making a decision. I want to drive this home with another follow-up example from Dax. That night, when he came home from school, we talked about what had happened in the morning. He acknowledged that he was feeling anxiety because he was thinking the thought, what is the right decision to make here? I'm going to make the wrong decision. And he acknowledged that it felt so good to know that no matter what decision he made, he could pivot later on. What was so cool is that we were talking about him being sick and all of a sudden it related to something totally different in his life. He started telling me about his most recent math test. We can all picture ourselves or our children sitting there staring at a math problem that does have a correct answer and feeling totally locked down. We might even be hyperventilating or spinning through all of the potential answers in our brain. So Dax asked me that night, mom, there is a right answer on a test. And we got to talk about this. We got to talk about how there are correct answers on tests. But even if you get that question wrong, what happens? We talked about what would happen. He said that his teacher would mark it wrong. Then she would come back to it later. They would go over the question together. They would figure out how to answer it correctly. He might get to take the test again, he might not, but it gave him so much freedom to know that even if he chose the wrong answer, just making that decision, moving forward with the test was the right thing to do because if he were to sit and spin over that question forever and ever, which he has before, he wouldn't even finish the rest of the test. And then you're getting everything wrong. The right thing to do in that moment was to make a decision on that individual question, whether it was going to be marked right or wrong. Making a decision is always better than spinning in a world of unknowns. Give yourself the permission to realize that there is no right answer to whatever you are spinning about. There are 
multiple choices that are all going to end up okay. There is no such thing as a wrong decision. You can enroll your son in the allergy treatment program and he will thrive. Or you can decide to wait and he will thrive. You can choose to let your child stay home from school for a mental day and they will catch up on all the work that they missed. Or you can send them to school when they've had a hard morning and they will persevere. You can decide to trust the doctors who are working with your daughter and her diabetes. Or you can choose to do your own research and go another way and find another doctor. Both options are going to lead you somewhere where you get to be in control and move your life forward. Decisions are always in front of us and some of them are are big and some of them are tiny. But giving yourself permission to make the decision and not spin on it will free up your brain in ways you can't even fathom. Have your own back. Make decisions and follow through with them. And give yourself permission to know that you can change your decision whenever you want. Give yourself permission to know that there is no such thing as a wrong decision. You are doing your best and so are the people around you. Be like Dax. Let yourself realize the freedom that comes from giving yourself a little grace around the decisions you're trying to make in your life. If you are learning from and enjoying this podcast, give me a shout out on your podcast app or recommend this to a friend. Find me on Instagram at Coaching. Thanks for joining me today. See you next week, allergy moms.